podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the special preview Newcastle Natter with Dave Watson. Hi, Ferg. And Paul Doolan. Hello. Uh, we're previewing the Liverpool game. Uh, this Sunday we're playing Liverpool on uh, it's the the four thirty kickoff as opposed to four. Um, I um, before we start, I should probably just um, say that uh, a lot of the Liverpool fans have already started talking about the game, and um, they've been saying this season. We've teamed up. <laughs> I'm going to do it in scouts. Here we go. This season, we teamed up with Labros and we'll be bringing you plenty of... You've very Scottish. <laughs> uh, can I get through the whole thing? This season, we teamed up with Labros. I'm, I'm just going to do a Scottish. It's gone Scottish. <laughs> that... For Scouts, I always do it, get into it by doing David Cameron. David Cameron. David Cameron. This season, we teamed up with Labrooks and we'll be bringing <laughs> plenty of specials. <laughs> plenty of specials. Spend, shall I just do it, Scottish? Our first... Is, this is Liverpool accent. Our first is bet £5, get £20. <laughs> this means if you deposit £5, Labrooks... We'll add another £20 to your account. As a listener to this podcast, you can get this by following the link at bet.newcastlepodcast.com. We'll be tweeting this. (laughs) Bet £5, get £20 link. And we'll be adding it on our Facebook so that's my Liverpool accent. It's good. It's good, isn't it? I felt like I was just by the Mersey. Mm. This season, we teamed up. <laughs> We've teamed up with Ladbrokes. See, you've gone Scottish as well. <laughs> Deliberately. Can you do Scouse? This season, we've teamed up with Ladbrokes. This season, we teamed up with Ladbrokes. This season, we teamed up with Ladbrokes. We teamed up with Ladbrokes. So. <laughs> This season we've teamed up with Ladbrok. <laughs> no, that's more of a Ringo, Ringo style. This season we teamed up with. It's like so. Um, well, that's the end of the Newcastle National. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I mean, I do sort of want to keep doing it. Oh, I sort of hate Scousers. Let's talk about the game. <laughs> I sort of hate them. They just think they're so funny, don't they? I mean, bear in mind, I've just done three minutes of thinking I'm hilarious because I'm doing an accent. <laughs> but they're, I, they're tough to like. They can be. I mean, I mean, I, I do and I don't, you know. You know how it is. So we're playing Liverpool away. Is that right? Oh, shit. Come on, Dave, you'll know. Yeah, no, we're playing them at St. James's Park. We're playing at St. James's Park, which is, remind me, that's home, right? That's home. Yeah. That's home. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I think what Fergus is going to say is we're playing Liverpool away. We like to play teams, which is at home. Yeah. So Liverpool, it felt like they were sort of high flying Liverpool. And then suddenly they, I guess after that Arsenal game, 
uh, it felt like they were high flying, and then suddenly the mood around Liverpool has changed because uh, they haven't. Although they did win this weekend, they haven't had many results. Did they win this weekend? Yes, they beat yeah. Leicester. Jesus That's right, they did. They did. I, mean, I watched fair. the whole game, the Leicester game. But they, but the mood around them hasn't been great the last few games because they haven't been getting great results. But uh, there's, there's been a lot of goals in Liverpool games, haven't there, Dave? Yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've scored 12, which is only only the, the, the twice as much as we have. But um, for them... Like they've got three wins out of the last six games. They are a good side, and for all the there's a lot of arguments about like um, they're not great defensively. Uh, if you if you break down the goals that they're conceding, I don't I don't think it's really bad, like bad defensive bad defensive tactics. I saw I the just, that that article that you posted today, Dave. It was it was sort yeah. of making the case that they're. They're still not giving away that many opportunities. They they just sort of def- defend in the opposition's half, right? Yeah. So, so I guess the theory playing... is when they sorry now I'm completing no, your on. argument for you, but I guess the theory is that when they do concede, it looks quite bad because yeah. because their defenses have broken, but their defenses are a lot further forward than they would be for most teams. So it's similar to kind of um, complaints about Newcastle at the minute where if you if you like if you just see the result and say say for example we've lost and we and you just look at the result and maybe the possession stats or something like that it looks like oh well you know West Ham had all of the ball and had this many shots and, and stuff like that well yeah but they had this much of the ball where it wasn't dangerous and they all the shots were from outside the box or whatever you know what I mean it's like with Liverpool you can't just go off the result and the number of shots taken against them or something like that you've really got to look at them you've got to watch the games to really see how they're playing I think Klopp's a a very good manager Um, and I think once once like players like Coutinho settle back into the fold and stuff I think they'll be they'll be you know round about top six top four top six something like that well you wouldn't anything less than top six would be a utter failure wouldn't it yeah they'll be expecting top four this season surely they'll be expecting the title come on it's scousers but the point is that they don't they're not as bad they're not having a wobble they're really not they're they're still you know where are they now they're they're fourth in the uh, fifth in the league sorry and 11 points three wins from the last six did they draw with Burnley or did they lose to Burnley because they they seem to struggle against teams that will set up the way we will, where it's all about soaking up the pressure. Like their their win against Arsenal, that's the perfect opposition for Liverpool because it's just a team playing very open football. Yeah, and we're not going to be doing that. No, I think it is. I'm pretty sure they use zonal defence for set yeah. pieces as well, which I'd look forward to any opportunities that we can make. Um, get the ball into the box. Uh, from set pieces because I think get that's another, something we can I'm going to bet on uh, both our central defenders to score again nice you as long know. as you're not going to the game Fergus put I'm on not. as many bets as you like mate yeah I'm not going you're a jinx you're a fucking jinx wow um, alright one, one thing that is a jinx 
Yeah, one thing that is a jinx is being on Sky TV. Uh, we played like the, the on Sky. We've played four games on Sky. We've won once and we've lost three. Off Sky, we've played two, one, two. Oh, oh there you go. I seem to remember we we weren't very good on. Oh no, it used to be that we were quite good on Sky. Yeah. But that would be when we were playing really well on Sky, basically. But it was normally when we were playing bigger teams, which again is more suited to our counter-attacking, especially when we had because we had quite a decent squad last time we were in the Premier League. So teams, we were expected to break teams down unless we were playing the bigger ones, and then we'd be all about countering. I think we've got a fairly one thing that comes into our favour for this game is Liverpool are away at Moscow on Mm. well tomorrow, so Wednesday. So their their preparation time is going to be pretty massively disrupted. Yeah, Moscow's a and long it, way it, away. Mm. Yeah, and it's it it is that thing that Benitez complained about in the championship, where it's not necessarily that like because we had a decent sized squad in the championship, and you can move things around, and and it's not necessarily that players are fatigued, but it's that the managers only got three days to work with the team for the next fixture instead of seven. Um, and I think, like, as, as unoptimistic, as pessimistic is a better word because it's a real word, as pessimistic as I was about <laughs> Brighton, I'm a little bit more optimistic about Liverpool. So I'd say, like, I don't know if we want to do previews, uh, predictions yet. Go I'm for it. I'm stumbling with my words. I reckon we'll get a 1-1. Well, that's what we'll you thought we'd get against Brighton as well. Yeah, and I was only one goal off. So I so think that's a much counts. better result against to get 1-1 against Liverpool, certainly. Mm. Yeah, but I, I can imagine just, there being more goals personally. I think it's well, I think, one thing. All our games this season have been first goal wins, so it's that's the key for mm. us. Yes, I wonder what what do I mean? We we did, I guess, see it against Brighton, but how does it go for us if we concede in relatively early against Liverpool and we're done, and I then think. we're forced to uh, try and make something happen? I do well, worry. I think, I don't think we'll change our approach that much if we go a goal, go a goal down early doors. We'll still be trying because to make a goal and then maybe actually go yeah, for it in the last fifteen minutes. Mm. Because it, it's on. Because for for teams like Liverpool, they'll look at uh, out like going to Newcastle as an opportunity to score some goals, get some confidence, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think they'll still be coming at us. It's not like the Arsenal team of. George Graham, where it was go one nil up and then just sit back and defend. I don't see that happening. Certainly not under Klopp because it's just not his style. I think there'll be a lot of um, there'll be a huge um, made of Rafa playing, you know, managing a team against Liverpool. I think that'll lead the narrative. I think Mitrovic is back, which adds another dimension to our bench. I think um, this game that we just lost should give the the players a bit of a kick up their arse. Um, certainly players like, because Mit, like Richie had a poor game by his standards and it wasn't just like um, shots not coming off for him or anything. It was just, he was making the wrong decisions. He wasn't applying himself as much as he normally does and he's picking up wrong positions. So We seem to be harrying Brighton in the last game a lot less than we have, say, against West Ham. And uh, who do we play after West Ham? Stoke. Stoke. Where we were just like the whole front three were just closing down. It was in certain areas, Stoke, but yeah. I um, I tell you what we're going to do right now is we're going to have a quick break. 
The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Welcome back. Um, do you reckon Lascelles and Clark are still our uh, central defensive partnership? I personally would like to see Lejeune just because I think we're going to be under the cosh so much. In we place can- of? Lascelles. Right. I think we'll need a better passer of the ball just to retain possession because like Lascelles is very good at dealing with aerial threats defensively. I don't think that's really something Liverpool play towards. I think a bit more footballing intelligence. I think Lejeune against Spurs showed what you'd hope to get out of him against Liverpool. I think it will be Lascelles and Clark, but I'd personally like to see Lejeune. Any other changes that you think we might make for the game, Dave, or that you would like us to make? Well, I would... I would have Lejeune in the, instead of Clark because I don't think he's played well the last few games and I think Lascelles when he's playing well you don't take him out I think I'd like to see um, I'd like to see Marino and Shelby given more time but with it being Liverpool I think we'll start with Marino and Hayden and I'd like to see um, I'd like to see Murphy given an opportunity on the left instead of Atsu because I think Atsu he had a poor game against um, Brighton but also, I think he he needs to realise that his um, his position's under threat. His space in the team isn't isn't guaranteed. So bring on Murphy, see what he can do because he you know he's a bit he's like um, he's like Atu in that he'll get at players and he'll provide like a little spark of something. And against a team like Liverpool, where we're not going to see a lot of the ball, that might be what we need to get the the goal. I wonder whether Shelby would do really well against Liverpool. I remember him doing really well for Swansea against Liverpool in one game, scoring like yeah. a screamer. He's always got a point to prove, hasn't he? He's got a point to prove. And, um, you know, I I think he's he's got that sort of temperament where he would uh, he would want to be the star of the show against Liverpool. And maybe yeah. that could be good. But then who would you drop, Marino or Hayden? I would, or would personally, you drop I would Perez... Probably, Right, yes, you made that argument in a past podcast and uh, now that you say it, I find it persuasive. It's a shame there isn't a sort of ready-made replacement for Perez because I don't think Diarme is really... We've not really got a backup number 10. I don't know if Shelby necessarily would work. But the role role. Perez plays as as number 10 is is different to the one Shelby might. Shelby would be a bit deeper, Mm. um, whereas Perez is, is sort of just like harrying around yeah, uh, well, bothering so what, people almost like the first line of defence, really. Yeah, so what I was was thinking was play Hayden right in front of the back four and play Shelby and Marino as a midfield two, and have Hosselu up front on a little bit more isolated, but put the impetus on Richie and in my in my opinion Murphy to get up there as, and support him as often as possible. Uh, I'd certainly play Yedlin on the right to give us that energy and that like because that kid's engine's ridiculous. If we if we play that, I think we're very much set up for the counter attack against the side that we've already spoken about likes to play in our half. So there should be gaps behind them. Um, playing that, and that that's I could thing. see I'd a bring lot. on Gale towards the end. You know, mm-hmm. half an hour to go, I'd bring on Gale if we're not seven nil down. I could see there being a lot of uh, long balls if we played like that, but you know maybe that's not a bad thing. I think yeah. 
I like the idea of that on paper, but Benitez, does he ever switch from four two three one? I just can't see it happening. No, it's, it, it, even it is though our, very... our strongest eleven probably wouldn't include Perez, so there would be an argument for tweaking the formation to fit our best eleven in. But he just seems, especially when we're under the cosh, four two three one is his go to. I think as well against more expansive teams, Atsu and Richie look better as well. Just because they're yeah. they're using their well, Atsu especially is using his pace more on the break, and he's much more of a threat. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, Mitrovic, I guess, is the other selection headache. Does he come in for Hosselu or not? I, I don't think you can start him because he needs to. Well, he needs to learn that stopping like an idiot, and it would he needs be to sit in the naughty corner for a while. This yeah. is the annoying thing with Mitrovic, though. He doesn't do this for Serbia. Like he barely gets booked for them. What is it about club football that gets him just so? Violent. <laughs> Maybe the there is. are more opportunities to let out his violence just in Serbia. What, <laughs> <laughs> like throwing rocks at trains? Which is yeah, yeah, which is something he admitted to doing in the past. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we should just let him do that before. Just the game. let him throw rocks at the metro for a couple of hours <laughs> before the game, <laughs> and a hat trick every game. Small price to pay. Plus, it could become yeah, a thing. If it bench. guarantees goals, you could like win a chance to be on the Metro that he's going to throw rocks at that week. <laughs> it could become like a real part of the match day experience, like a corporate package. <laughs> like, add on to the ticket price to be on the Rock Metro. <laughs> the Metro Metro. <laughs> it works. There are, there's a couple of clubs now where you can, there are seats where you can see the tunnel, can't you? Oh yeah, yeah. Is, is Man City has that thing where it's like Spurs an aquarium as well. You should do that when he's on the bench, just <laughs> <laughs> when he's not in the side. Mitro throws rocks at the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> he needs an outlet, I think. He needs an outlet, just a bag of rocks. <laughs> but I do like the idea of him coming on. I don't think he should. I think Hosselu still needs. A bit more of a chance. Yeah, I do, I'm a, I agree. I don't think Mitrovic should start, and I and I really did think that uh, Gale could have a great season for us, but um, it's, it's it getting does, harder to see. I think it's getting harder and harder to see that. Yeah, um, but I could, could see. Could you two give your predictions? No, that's that's what yeah. I'm moving on to now. Paul, give us a scoreline, bud. <sighs> Two one Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool. But I do think we have quite a decent... Like, all Liverpool's weaknesses are our strengths so far this season. But if Liverpool are really at it, then it won't be much of a contest. I see exactly what you mean. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm going to go for 3-1 Liverpool. But I do also think there's a strong argument to be made that we could get a result. Yeah. But I think the most likely scoreline that I can think of in my brain right now is 3-1 Liverpool. Fair enough. Um, what do we think of Jurgen Klopp? He's, I, I've got a thing with Jurgen Klopp. He's so likeable in some ways, but... Just, I like him. I yeah. You know, like in all... In, he's got that like edge. that he, You know how he, he's like laughing and joking and smiling all the time? But he also is actually quite a lot like Marino or 
Wenger when Wenger was a twat, like 20 years ago, where, where mm. like his side, n- at n- if he loses, there's always been a terrible refereeing decision. Like no referee ever gives a good decision that goes against Liverpool in Jurgen Klopp's mind. He's one of those I'd, standard yeah. competitive managers, which is, I guess, what makes him good. But. I think it, with, certainly with Klopp, the the issue seems to be that he gets really annoyed when journalists ask banal questions or questions about, like, what do you think of that red card? Well, isn't it fairly obvious what the opposition manager is going to th- or like what the well, Liverpool not necessarily. Manager- I'd like to see sometimes, when things are, like, pretty blatant, I'd like to see sometimes managers, like... Like back referees, it's hard being a referee, but he's just. I think he is refreshingly a... honest sometimes about certain things. Like the whole, whenever he's asked a question in the build up to a game, maybe not in the heat of after a game, he'll often point out if the question's ridiculous or something's. You know, I like him, I just don't like people's reactions to him and the sort of the scene around. He's like craft beer. I like him, just not the people that like him and the whole scene around him. I mean, Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> Liverpool and Scousers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> we're, we're knackered if we've got, you know, Liverpool-based Newcastle fan listeners. Yeah, we are. It seems unlikely. Do you get in touch yeah. with um, some real insults? On, uh, we'll be giving Ferguson's home address at the end of the podcast, so if you want to I mean, in that, touch. We've teamed Tom- up <laughs> with Labros. <laughs> Thomas Burkan's got the great name for, for a Scouse accent. Thomas Burkan. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Fergus Creek. That's quite a good one. I'm going to go... I couldn't, I couldn't get tickets in the home end, so I'm going to go undercover in the away end. <laughs> Come on, you Reds. Do it for me, Fergus. Come on, Jürgen Klopp. <laughs> 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 oh well well I, most of the scousers I've met have been fine yeah some of them to be I honest, consider alright people to be honest uh, I feel the same I mean they're alright but, but the good thing I is, don't they're all pricks yeah. they no, can they can take an insult like this on the chin <laughs> most scousers they're not chippy they're sort of quite self-deprecating this is the thing they've got a really good sense of humour about themselves yeah. scousers and you only have, have to look at the, the great Scouse comedians to know about their sense of humour. I'll tell you where this comes from. I did a series of videos on YouTube a few years ago where I did um, accents, lessons in accents. And the joke was that I was giving really bad lessons in accents. And I did Scouse, and that was like my most successful one. It had a lot of views. And it was just me going, David Carmen, like that. And... Um, and I did, but I did like Geordie, I did Cornish, I did American. But it was only, the only people who just did not get it and would get really angry were Scousers. Weird. And I had, and I had like, I don't know, who'd have thought? Yeah. And I had like notifications. So every morning I just woke up to like 20, you twat. <laughs> <laughs> so I like deleted the video because it was just really depressing. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> maybe don't look at the comments for this podcast and if any yeah, scouts have been listening maybe not I'll tell you what they should do if I was Jurgen Klopp I would I'd pin <laughs> I'd pin this podcast up in the dressing room <laughs> that's your that's team talk that's your team talk 
talk Jürgen. Although, I mean, are there any scousers in the side? Who knows? Who knows? No, there's, there's no way of finding out. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Mackham in Jordan Henderson. Uh, okay. So that brings us uh, rather, uh, you know, I'm just I'm breaking down here. It's the end of the podcast. It's the end of the podcast. You, you, you've done the traditional thing of losing it. Absolutely losing it. Thank you very much, Dave Watson. Cheers, Fergus. Thank you, Paul Dillon. Thank you very much. My name is Fergus Craig. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Fergus Craig. Oh fuck. My name is Fergus Craig. <laughs> what an ending. Well, I was just, thinking, <laughs> you know, do get in touch, it's Liverpool. <laughs> you know God. thank you very much goodbye this is a playback media production to listen to all our football podcasts visit playbackmedia.co.uk the Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone managed service team right away call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how sports social podcast network